The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast and I Hear Everything production. In this podcast, we'll share the news, knowledge, and strategies you need to navigate the ever-changing world of SEO. Ready to expedite your company's organic growth efforts? Sit back, relax, and get ready for your daily dose of search engine optimization wisdom. Here's today's host of the Voices of Search podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand cave rescue operation. What is schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? engagement How long before gift? a wedding should I send out and save the dates? In the first series Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find. We were four years Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast. Today, we're going to talk about debunking some FEO myths. Joining us is Anthony Meeker, who's the CEO of AM Marketing, which is a digital marketing company based in Serbia that specializes in SEO and Google ads for e-commerce, affiliate, and local marketing-focused businesses. Yesterday, Anthony and I talked about building your SEO strategies before building your website. And today, we're going to wrap up our conversation talking about common SEO myths and why they're busted. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. All right, here's the second part of my conversation with Anthony Meeker, the CEO of AM Marketing. Anthony, welcome back to the Voices of Search podcast. Hi, Ben. It's glad to be here. Excited to have you back on the show and continue our conversation. You know, yesterday we talked a little bit about your SEO strategies and how they start before web development. And basically the summary of that conversation is if you don't know what target you're aiming at, you're never going to hit it. If you're not thinking about who you're trying to reach, what type of business you're working in, you're going to have the wrong site structure, you're going to have the wrong content, thin content, content in the wrong places, and your SEO efforts are going to suffer. So you need to think about SEO first and foremost when you're building your website. Now, I think that the common thought would be, well, you build the website, then you think about optimization. So you've already busted one myth. Let's talk about some other common SEO myths and and how to bust them. What are some of the common myths 
that you hear from your clients about SEO? Awesome question. Like there are so many SEO myths that I busted and like the probably the biggest one is when clients ask me, my cousin told me that it takes three months for SEO to kick in. Now, my uncle told me that it takes about nine months to rank number one. Now, the biggest problem is... There's a podcast host that's been saying it takes six months to a year developing it. It's me. Go on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it's yeah, but uh, six months is a big uh, kind of gap. So, like, I heard people say, like, I heard SEO takes 28 days or like 36 days or something like that. But the reality is that it just depends on the industry and it depends on the website and it depends on the competitiveness. Like I always talk about the personal injury lawyers because they are so, so competitive, usually in big cities like Chicago, New York, LA. For that industry to rank number one, you know, it can take like two years, three years or sometimes even more. But at the same time, I had a client who's in a car industry, car detailing industry in a small city in Utah. And we ranked that website in five to six months on position number one. So because that's, that industry is not that competitive and the city is small, so it has fewer competitors. So it's much easier to rank when the competitors are weaker and the searches are kind of, you know, here and there. Sure. When you're operating in a low competition space or a space that doesn't have quality content, you're going to see better results faster. Now, what about when you're in a competitive environment? Doesn't it take a long time to build your reputation, which eventually helps you start to rank and, and get SEO results? Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. When you're in a tougher competitive space, it's hard to rank. You need more SEO efforts, probably bigger SEO budgets, more backlinks, better content, better looking website, faster websites, better optimized SEO, better strategy, like better everything. So basically, if you're in a, in a space that has fewer competitors with, as you said, low quality content, low backlinks, bad websites, it's much easier to rank. But if you're in a personal lawyer type of space, I mean, damn, that's hard. So that's probably the biggest myth. The second myth that I see is, or it's not, it's not a myth, but it's, again, it's a belief, is that people are going after all the keywords at once. Now, it's okay if you have an infinite SEO resources, an infinite amount of backlinks, and an infinite SEO budget. But if you have a limited budget, that's, you know, normal budget for SEO, then you'll probably want to handpick your keywords and define your priorities and then focus on those at least for the first six months to a year. And if you have a bigger budget, then you might go for more keywords. But if you're an e-commerce retailer that has 100,000 products, you want to pick your keywords carefully, especially if you have a limited budget. Now, Another myth that I found is that people just tell me, add pictures to the content. Now, that makes sense in a lot of cases, in about, I would say, 70 to 80% of the case. But just like anything in SEO, you don't just want to tick items off your checklist. You want to make sure that everything you're doing makes sense. Like I had a client who was writing a blog about real estate, and it was an amazing blog, but he didn't know what type of pictures to add. So I told him, like, what kind of pictures make sense? And then he said, I'm not sure that I even want to add pictures here because they'll only create confusion. So if that's the case, do not follow any rules that at least I say blindly. Make sure that everything you're doing from the SEO perspective actually makes sense. Because 
if it makes sense to add a picture here that is going to make the content better, go ahead and add a picture. But if you're adding the picture just for the sake of adding a picture, that might not be the right solution. Time for a one minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. So let's talk a little bit about that. It's not just pictures, but basically adding multimedia content, any sort of embeddable video, podcast, audio snippets, obviously images, infographics, advertisements. There's all sorts of things that we can add onto the pages the rule or the, I don't know, the belief that most people have is the more the better. Uh, you <laughs> yeah. know, you're stuffing your content with more and more rich media. How do you find the line of what is the right amount of content and what is uh, actually hurting your performance? Yeah, that's an awesome question. So one of the, uh, like, the first question is how long should the content be? And I hear it a lot. Now, usually it's all about targeting the right keywords. We start with the keywords. Take a look at the top three or five competitors and see how long their content is. If they are writing blog posts that have five or 6,000 words, I seriously doubt that you can rank on position number one with a blog post that has 500 words. But at the same time, if your competitors are at 500 words, you can just go for a thousand words and you'll, you're good off. But the biggest problem is you should never just write the content for the sake of hitting that word count or something like that, because the content should be always be high quality, not just like go for 2000 words or go for 5000 words. You want to make sure that all your content is high quality. Now, how do you achieve that? Well, you hire a good copywriter and you're probably sad because if you're not a writer and you are not especially SEO writer, then it's going to be quite hard for you to write the high quality content because if you take a look at your competitors, they're probably hiring some SEO expert who knows their stuff. So number one is, you know, copy what your competitors are doing and make it better. Number two is you want to make sure that your content is high quality. And then number three, how do you find a fine line between how many pictures to add, what kind of video to add? Well, it's a simple question. You just ask yourself, is this item that I'm adding here going to make my content better, more valuable, or more engaging? If the answer is not, then you should probably skip it. But if it actually is making your content better, keep it there. 
Okay, so give me another myth that you think we can bust. Yeah, one of the biggest myths that I think, you know, we can bust is in the number of blog posts that you should be writing because there seems to be a magical number that's like 13 blog posts per month. Now, just like in anything in life... Wait, who said it was 13 blog posts a month? Oh, yeah, there's been this research that's a guy, you know, I don't know his website, but... It's, it was pretty popular a few years ago. And he says that like 13 blog posts per month is a magical number. Now, like I had a client who's like, well, if 13, and that, that's the same client from the real estate story. Like he said that the 13 is a magical number. So imagine what we can accomplish if we write 30 blog posts per month. And then I'm like, okay, but uh, those blog posts are just an AI kind of spin rewriter type of blogs. They don't make any sense. They're not keyword oriented. They have like 200 to 300 words. So it's in that case, it's better to have one, two or three high quality blog posts that are actually amazing content, great images, videos or whatever, embeddables, than having 30 blog posts that are like very, very bad. So there's no magical number when it comes to like how many words should your blog have or how many, how many times should you post. But the only rule that there is, is actually to always make sure that you're getting the best quality you can actually buy or create or whatever. Okay, so the content volume is another myth where people think the more the merrier. That's not always the case. Apparently, 13 blog posts per month. I'm sure that that's variable based on the format of your content and, and what you're covering. But uh, the the general guideline, 13. Give me one last myth. (laughs) Yeah. So one last myth is just adding the alt tags for the sake of alt tags or generally doing stuff for the sake of doing stuff. Because there are so many rules, stories, stuff online that you can actually see. They say like, you know, make sure that all of your images have alt tag, which is great. All of your images should actually have alt tags. But it's not about adding the alt tags for the sake of alt tags because everything in SEO has its own point and has its own goal. And usually everything in SEO starts with a keyword. So make sure that everything that you are doing is, number one, based around your keyword and your goals. Number two, high quality. And number three, question everything that you're doing and don't just take stuff for granted. Just like, you know, make sure you have alt tags or make sure you're you're blogging 13 times per month or make sure that, you know, your content has north of 1,444 words or something like that, because that's also one of the myths that I heard. Like, make sure that your content is over 1,444 words. So, like... I mean, it doesn't make any sense, but it doesn't mean that your content should be over or under 1,444. It just makes sure that you do your own due diligence and do do your own research. At the end of the day, when you're thinking about your SEO strategies, we always hear these rules, these guidelines, 13 blog posts per month, add more content, add more images. It's something that you have to figure out for yourself. And that's one of the challenges. And I guess the art and the science of SEO is that the rules don't apply to everybody in every situation. And you have to understand not only what works broadly, but what works specifically for your business. And Anthony, I appreciate you coming on the show and telling us a little bit about some of the myths that you've busted with your SEO practice. Thanks for coming on and being our guest. It's a pleasure. All right. And that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks to Anthony Meeker, the CEO of AM Marketing for joining us. If you'd like to get in touch with Anthony, you could find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes, or you could visit his company's website, which is AM marketing seo.com
And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E.io. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to VoicesOfSearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions, and you can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter, and my personal handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed in the next business day. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data. 